welcome back to another episode of the Comic Book Legion podcast, where uh, we we've been we show up every every three weeks. Every three weeks, yeah. I was looking, so I was looking at uh, at the messages where I've been sending you these uh, these Zoom calls, so that way we can record. The last one I sent you was literally a month ago, Ew. February twenty third. Since then, I've been living in a hotel. <laughs> i i will say uh we we have been trying to do this for about three weeks of trying to get together um schedules have been hectic uh i recently got a new job uh you recently are building a new home <laughs> yep there, there's a lot of stuff going on and it sucks because some of these books that we have been wanting to talk about have actually been pretty decent Man, Infinite Frontier has been, I mean, I, I came into this with zero hype because, you know, DC was kind of in a, at a very, like in a stalemate, like it was just nothing was getting us. Yeah. And then we were totally pumped on Future State because of covers. And then it turns out that 90% of the books the the second features were better than the main story yeah um i think on i mean i think i could speak for you when i'm saying that i mean the superman stuff mainly world at war stuff was really good with uh with philip uh, johnson mm-hmm. doing the doing the stuff like that was pretty incredible i mean there were some highlights uh, but few and far in between uh so infinite frontier i think once i read that you know that special I was like, oh, okay, I am, um, I am liking this. And I have to say, uh, my reading hasn't been as consistent these past three weeks in the hotel. But mm-hmm. uh, yesterday, I'm like, you know what, F this. I need to record with Clay because I'm, I'm not liking this, this trend. So I'm like, all right, let me try to cram as many books as I can. So I went from March to now reading. I, I wanted to read the books that I knew I wanted to read immediately. And I, I have to say, I don't think that there was a single issue I did not enjoy reading. That's good, man. I'm, I'm pretty pumped about this also. Uh, I have read uh, Action for this, for this week. Uh, I want to read, I have them pulled up here, Detective and Teen Titans Academy. Uh, yeah, I want to. I want to read Academy just because I, I kind of want to know what's going on with, with with Damien. Yeah. Uh, I, well, again, I don't know if he's in that book, but I'm just assuming. Again, the Teen Titans stuff, I've kind of fell off on that. Um, but I did see like the Red X. Have they even announced to the Red Xs? Nope. Okay. All right. So then I'm not. I'm not totally. Lost, Which but... I I kind of like, and I will be completely honest. I have kind of fallen off of the uh solicits and everything else so right now everything is literally feeling new uh oh yeah that, that's pre- why i and, that's why i stopped and doing i'm not prepared for it so that, that's why i stopped doing it because i wanted to go to go into a book not knowing anything so then there is somewhat an element of surprise but oh nice 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 a uh, tumbler there where'd yeah, you get it uh not from the scammer that has stolen all of my pictures and yeah what's going on with that have, have you get, have you figured that out i have reported him or her because when i messaged them on etsy 
it comes out as Christine. I have messaged them uh, every single day saying, I have asked you to take this down. And their only response is one word and it says, sorry, every single time. Sorry, sorry. At one point they had 17 sales. And I was like, that's 17 people that aren't getting cups. That's not okay. And then I looked at it yesterday. They have made 70 sales now. They blew up. And I know for a fact that they're not making those cups because I have made this design. Like I created it myself. And, you know, because you know how cricket is like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like you, you can share a design if you want to, but only if you allow it. I have not shared this design whatsoever. Um, and I haven't even shared what kind of cups they are. So like the layout for that design doesn't even fit on any other cup except for the ones that I created it for. So I'm a little upset just because not, not for the fact that like, oh, those sales could have been mine, but the, for the fact that like those people are not going to be getting those cups. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so, man, it's a lot of money too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I will say uh, I have made 98 sales. I'm oh, go into the century. You know what? Going into. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to get my. Uh, I got to get my, my stainless. Do you still have stainless steels? I was just about to uh, ask. I was just about to check right now. I am at. Let's see here. If we go to mine, there are over 20 people that have my item. Um, I have 98 sales and I do still have white stainless steel. White stainless steel. Okay. Add to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hook you up right now. Okay. Wait, the white stainless steel, does it just come in a certain color? So you can do whatever you want on it. Um, you can do any of the holographics. Uh, it works best um, with, of course, black. But I've seen some people do like the water blue, which looks really cool. The blue purple, which is like my number one top seller for vinyl. Um, it actually looks really cool on the white um, because the the stainless steel has like a matte finish on the cup. Uh, I haven't tried white on the cup. Like, you know uh-huh. how some people do black on black? I have not tried white on white just because I feel like you wouldn't see it whatsoever. So, okay. So I am going to, but I got to give you my address because obviously the address of that we did it previously is not correct. What you can do, what you can do. Oh, it says change. I can change it here. All right. Yeah. Change it. Uh-huh. And then uh, just because I love you, there is a. Uh, oh my God. I, I, I can basically just like. Uh, what I'll do is I'll not send it USPS and I'll send it like UPS or FedEx so it gets to you faster. No, I want you to ma- maximize what you got to do your thing. But um, all right, so da, 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 da. I don't know why it still has. Uh... But uh, if anybody is still listening to us ramble, it's it's been forever since we've talked. So we're we're going to be talking for a little bit. I will say I think the last 30 minutes or so we're going to be talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League. I ordered um, it. Oh, yeah. there's the notification right there. It's my second cup. Uh, surprisingly, right. surprisingly, there are people that have come back to the shop to, to buy another one. So love it. 
I, hey, you, I, did, you did it smart. You, you, got the, you got the smaller ones and then boom, stainless steel bitches, come back. <laughs> See? And as I, a I, sucker. Now, it says cold, cold drinks only. And then like even uh, another person on another network that I'm on, he's like, hey, you know, if you get stainless steel, I'm pretty sure you can be okay with like a mildly warm drink. So I was like, okay. If that's what you want to do, but I ain't getting your money back if you decide to mess up your cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, man. So yeah, this has been this is honestly, this has been a a God. Warner Brothers, man, you you know how to like tug testicles because I'm talking we had this past weekend something that we have been waiting for since when did BVS come out? 2015? uh yeah 2015 okay so uh, i've been waiting since in may or so we've April? been waiting since may of 2015 for whatever's coming next okay like i'm not counting 2017 because yeah, yeah, yeah. you obviously wait for that movie so it's been six years that we have been waiting to see this film you're getting all this support from all Warner Media's, every executive and their mamas has been retweeting, commenting, doing everything. You're like, oh man, okay. Then you get like the, you know, the Snyder interviews that are stating, like, he's like, oh, well, you know, there is no plans. But, you know, the way that he spoke was a like, hey, let's start campaigning this. Yeah. And we're going to get this. You know, there's like this semblance of hope. You got Batman in the movie stating faith faith alfred faith and i'm like fuck yeah i have faith (laughs) and then i get this article (laughs) and i get this well actually i saw no i'm seeing scott ding 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 ding. you know you got tim with his freaking cryptic ass tweets with bells and i'm like i had to i started to i started messaging people i'm like dude what's going on okay like i'm on the inside in comics i don't i'm not on inside in movies but i love the movies just as much as the comics uh so i'm like all right what's going on they're like oh i don't know there's been so much speculation that stuff's gonna happen today so then i I see the steelbook i'm like oh sweet steelbook like I, i love knowing that we're actually getting a physical copy of this like that that works um secondly i get a notification and i saw something like from like film junkie and he just starts dropping f-bombs and i'm like oh god what happened now so then i look and you get this from the variety article and it's just uh the she's under jason kalar but i don't he is the ceo of wb the article states that she's the ceo of warner of of warner media yeah that's why it's kind of they they did that on purpose to make it sound like hey this is final it's not like i still have faith i still have hope and it was dirty what they did like because for one this article could not have been written at all after zach no 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 this i well if looking at mark hughes because i've been upset for like like all day yesterday (laughs) then i saw mark hughes um from forbes yeah and he was kind of i don't did you see the tweet 
Uh, no, 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 I haven't seen his tweet. Okay, yet. he he kind of. I mean, I don't know exactly when he wrote it, but I know it's been. It was pretty recent, and he kind of stated like, you know, you have to know how these things, how these things work, and he's like, do all right. Here's like, uh, do fans ever notice how often press articles and quotes don't wind up reflecting what's really happening, because interviews are older than publication date. And studio secrets must be kept. It's mm-hmm. almost like it's a bad idea to overreact to press reports about the future of superhero films. Um, and then he goes like, I wonder what would happen if Zack Snyder literally made a video saying, here is a list of movies you should watch on HBO Max. And he put it on HBO Max while he's still developing a good relationship with WB and HBO again. Yeah. I don't know the if future. you've seen that. Have you seen that? So... If you go to HBO Max and you scroll down on your iPad, on your phone, whatever, there is Zack Snyder's picks. So he has a relationship with with HBO Max right now. Like they're highlighting his picks of what to watch. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I it, it's it's one of those things that yesterday I think things were just so bad, and I think I think fans are still on edge, as if yes, we won. Like we got the movie we wanted, mm-hmm. but it's one of those things that, you know, when the Justice League movie came out, the Whedon version, um, yeah. you know, they always promised us it's still Zach's film. It's still yeah. his integrity, uh, you yeah. know, everything in there. And then you saw the movie and it was completely butchered mm-hmm. um, to the point where it's kind of like, I see all this interaction i'm like this cannot be true did they literally do this again so i I understand the hyperbole on on fan reaction because mm -hmm. again this is six years man six years yeah and the big thing with with what happened yesterday is there was also a statement saying that falcon and the winter soldier was the highest grossing streaming uh uh, show that Friday. And in my head, I'm like, it's going to stay like that because they're not going to push the numbers for HBO Max because then it proves yeah, we were wrong. Like, oh, that's yeah. what it comes down to is they're not going to give any analytics to the Snyder Cut or, or to Zack Snyder's Justice League in America because it proves that they were wrong. And I've, I've, I've said this already to plenty of people that were DMing me and everything else. They're like, why are they acting like this? Blah, blah, blah. And I told them, I said, because for the executives at WB, not Warner Media, not AT&T, but for the executives at WB, pride is more important to them than money. Yeah. And that's how it's always been. It's always been a, hey, how can I puff up my chest? How can I be the last man standing? Oh, we're going to make these decisions. It doesn't matter. And like for the fact that they just flat out said, oh, yeah, David Ayers cut. No. That man, and, and seeing like the, the why, like David's tweet. Yeah. I mean, it's a bummer, man. Like this guy was just as wrong. He was screwed just as much. And his film, I think, was even. Yeah. Yeah, I think his film was even was more it was, completed. It was, it was 100%. No, it is complete. It is 100% finished. And they were like, hey, 
yours lines up too much with what Zach was doing. So we're going to dissect it a little oh, bit. Oh, so it was 100% done. Yeah. Oh, I thought they were like so touch-ups. It, it's literally oh, so that's that's stupid. It's, that's free it's, content. Yes, it's literally like, hey, here is the movie, put it on HBO Max. And they don't want to do it. Like they they don't have to spend any money whatsoever. Yeah. So the the only thing that I can think is is that I don't know if Anne is if Anne, okay, I know it says Warner Media, but I feel like before, before like HBO Max and everything was revealed, I feel like she was mainly WB and Jason is more AT&T. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel, I, I feel like there's still, I mean, I'm still going to hold out hope because I can't envision all of this happening just to end it. I can't see Warner Media being totally fine with all the Easter eggs, letting Zach finish his trilogy on a freaking cliffhanger. You don't end a trilogy on cliffhangers. Yeah, like no, that, and that, it was it was always supposed to be a five movie arc. That's what he said. Yeah, and he even elaborated. He elaborated on a uh, interview, I think, just two days ago, that uh, the third Justice League movie would have been basically Man of Steel 2 and it was going to be called uh, Man of Tomorrow and it was supposed to be the like the one Superman movie that everybody wants saving cats and trees and doing all the Superman quote-unquote stuff like that was supposed to be Justice League 3 and then we found out that the next Justice League movie that comes out right after the one we just saw is supposed to have like the scene between Bruce and Joker and all the other nightmare people on like telling like their tales of the past and Joker was going to tell the tale of how he killed Robin. <sighs> like, I don't know, man. And it wasn't supposed to be like this whole like kidnapping of, of Robin either. He explained it to be like he was a, he was going to be a badass. He was going to like infiltrate this facility and like do all this other stuff. And he just left out in the interview. He was like, but I'm not going to tell you how he dies. And it's just like, here's, here's what you do. Here is what you do. If I was HBO Max and if I was Zach in that relationship, you tell Zach, okay, we want you to make a Death in the Family movie, and we want you to help the Deathstroke series and or movie. And they do it as like a, hey, we're going to test the waters with you still, which is stupid, but that's what we're going to do. And Zach being Zach, because he did it with this film, you film bits and pieces of the nightmare scene as like flash forwards in those movies. Mm -hmm. So it's all still connected. Yeah. And then when you see your numbers still growing for HBO Max, you're like, okay, he is legitimate. Okay, here's this $400 million budget for JL2. Oof. And then and then have him move to another one. 
and like just do another the Batman and you know do a cyborg you know yeah I mean I and don't, then do GL3 like that's that's how I would see it because I can understand how like the idea of of going into JL2 and 3 immediately throwing in what could possibly be a billion dollar budget for both movies it's a big number like don't get me wrong it's a big number yeah but Zach can do it like if anybody can do it Zach can do it no I I, I agree um it's well let, let's see here let's I don't want to break down the movie because there are far other podcasters that do it and, much better. Yes, I and was just they, about to say that. And they and they dedicate, you know, all their time and resources to doing this kind of stuff and, and doing it justice. Um, so I, I don't want to do that. Um, but you saw the film. You saw it at three a.m. with delays. <laughs> yeah, I, well, it was it was two it was two a.m. Uh, for me. Um, I was actually able to get into it immediately. Okay. Uh, and and I I watched it from two to six and then did a mini review right after. Um, I was up for a total because Wednesday I had to work. Um, I was up for a total of 31 hours. Nice. Working and then coming home and then relaxing. And then it, I should have like slept a little bit beforehand. Because I realized that throughout the movie, like I was doing that prolonged like blink. I wasn't sleeping, but I was doing like the prolonged blink. And then I went back at those parts where I felt like I did it. And I only missed like maybe a total of like 10 seconds throughout the entire film, uh, thankfully. Um, so, but, so, what, so what did you think? Dude, like, and there's some, there's some mutuals that are like, Hey, this is the exact same movie with uh, with different beats. Okay, what have you? Um, but my God, dude, my God, like seeing Steppenwolf. Like we have seen Steppenwolf in the black and white of like the teases of him and like the photos and the stills and everything. Yeah, the voices for Dark Side. The sod and Steppenwolf. Wasn't wasn't John John Cleese supposed to be the sod? Uh, hold on. The Let dude from that. like Monty Python. You know, like that rich dude from uh, the rich dude from like Rat Race. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie with like Mr. Bean and Cuba Gooding Jr. That they're yeah, I've seen Rat Race. Yeah, the wasn't wasn't he? Because remember, he was like casted and he was posting all this stuff or did this or maybe it was him but because of voice modulators and stuff no you so would. the person who played Desaad here how do you spell Desaad d-e-s-a-a-d I'm, I'm guessing uh, the voice of Desaad was What's his name? Because he sounded super familiar. I don't know why. But I was just like, he sounds way too familiar. And uh, he has apparently done uh, 
but there we go. So yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I, I Peter, can't... Uh, Peter Guinness is okay. Yeah, I guess I just remember please, but maybe with all this stuff, you know, I just, you know, the wayside, I mean, production for that film was a, was a jacked up, uh, thing so maybe but did you notice um the john stewart cameo no in the scene where we are supposed to see quote-unquote luther in his cell the security guard uh that is the uh that is the voice actor for John Stewart in Justice League animated series. That was cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's 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 a cool that's a good nod. Okay, yeah. okay. Well if you're if you're go if you're going that route, I thought I'm like, man, I saw Kilowog or, or well, you know, like, yeah. well, here's the thing. John Stewart is supposed to be in that movie. Was supposed to be in that movie. Um Oh well he, it looked like it was supposed to be Stewart, and then based on what he said it was like potentially having Ryan Reynolds like supporting him like it yeah. was him there as well so the the moment at the very end where you see martian manhunter confront yeah. bruce that's where john stewart's supposed to show up zach filmed that scene he casted a john stewart but wb said no we have plans for john stewart or warner media sorry um there is footage of John Stewart Green Lantern. That is out there. Well, it, uh, don't get me wrong. I was still very happy to see Martian oh, Manhunter. It's same. It's just same. be because, but because of the the storyboards uh, and me knowing the whole Martha scene, I will say that it was still a bummer that that was the cliffhanger because I saw the reveal then. Yeah. So I, I wasn't expecting that part to happen, but I mean I was I was not disappointed. Um, yeah, man, th this film. I I I had like I I had like a rocky start with it, only because I'm watching it on a hotel TV. I'm depending on a hotel internet to stream ultra high def 4K, mm. all that kind of stuff. So I actually. I was watching it and I felt like I was watching it on 720p. I'm like, you do not watch this film on 720p. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Luckily, so I ended up having to step away from the TV and I saw it on the, my new, like the iPad Pro. Yeah. The 12 inch. And the cool thing about it, I don't know anybody who has, who have seen it. I mean, well, you would see it on TV, but on the iPad Pro, if you watch the Zack Snyder's Justice League, it actually is the entire screen. Yeah. So it fits the entire, so I'm not getting, you know, so if you had, you know, if people are complaining, even though you're seeing more with the aspect ratio, if you actually do it on the iPad, it'll fill the whole screen. So seeing it on, you know, this large 13 inch, it's, you know, it's pretty sweet. And for oh. some reason, I don't know if this is the pro. I don't know if it would say it on the box, but uh, my school actually. No, I, it, it, it would say iPad. iPad Pro. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So more than likely, you have like the 
the nine point seven or ten point something. Well, I have I have the one that came out last year, the twenty twenty one. So yeah, so sweet. Wow, that's that's awesome. Yeah. So on so at least I, I don't know on that one, but I do know on the pro it, it fills the entire screen. So mm-hmm. it was fantastic, and I mean I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, do I have nitpicks on certain things I didn't like? Sure, because I don't think any movie is perfect. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it, 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 they didn't ruin the experience. I mean, I just think if I had to consider things that I'm like, okay, I felt like at the first hour or so, he totally, although it looked gorgeous, he totally overused the slow-mo. But that's like I, his thing, you know? Yeah, but his, but his thing, I, I just felt like it was every, like every beat was a slow-mo. Yeah, I can I can see where it can be maybe a little over exaggerated on some things. Yeah, uh, on some obviously Snyder. Yeah, I mean I think it all started with three hundred. I don't mm-hmm. complain about slow mo. I just felt like it was every like it was just beat after beat after. But it was only like the first hour. After that, it just the film just you know Loved. went. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. But again, it's not, I, I didn't have the issue with like the flash scene when he saved Iris. I actually love that scene. Mm-hmm. Like that part's fine. I think it's just more. As of right now, I'm watching the movie in parts with Abby because I know she can't just like sit there for four hours. So we're watching it in parts. We just watched that part. And sh- so far she had, she said, wow, that was cool. That is my favorite scene in the movie so far. Yeah, it, it's a beautiful scene. And yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't get the whole people. I mean, obviously people are going to say stupid things on how just how they felt like Barry was a creep there. I, I, don't, I don't know. I thought, it was, I thought it was nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that right there, and it, it's actually funny because it looks like someone on YouTube created a video that every time you saw Wonder Woman, uh-huh. <laughs> it's like a two-minute video. And they're like, here, the Wonder Woman theme. What's, what are her lyrics? Oh, it's, oh, ah, oh, I, ah. I've seen so many memes. Um, I saw this one where it's just like this woman. It looks like she's singing in a church. And she has the microphone and she's screaming. And she's like moving the microphone like closer to her mouth and then away and then closer to her mouth and away. Oh, my gosh. And I, I will admit that I know what snyder was going for like hey i want to be a little bit different than what everybody else has been doing with with wonder woman and her theme i want patty to have her own thing so he wanted to be different totally fine with it but yeah after like the third time i was like okay let's move on yeah so i mean honestly i think those are my only two i mean the pacing of the film it did not feel like four hours Mm -mm. um yeah i mean there there's there's you know there's moments but it's not it's not like an issue with the film because i actually enjoyed seeing it but i could totally see this movie being three and a half hours just by him cutting out some of these beautiful somber you know where there's literally like three minutes of no talking you're just looking at gorgeous visuals yeah like i can see them cutting it off and it does nothing to the story like it doesn't change the story but I, I I enjoyed seeing it. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean, I thoroughly, I mean, I was there laying on that bed with the iPad. I mean, I saw it. I was like, man, I can't. I, I'm like, wait, there's only an hour left. Like I was totally entranced. And maybe 
it's like I haven't heard any in reviews on what anybody has thought so far, just mm -hmm. because I know when it comes to recency bias, when you see something, you immediately kind of exalt it over everything else that you have seen that you felt the exact same way about. Yeah. And I haven't, I haven't had a chance. Like I'll, I'm going to check out Tim and Scott, but it'll probably be like next week. Cause I want to see the film again before, you know, you start hearing people's voices and they start, you know, kind of changing your mind on certain things. Like, I don't, I don't want that yet because yeah. this film is a big deal. It's a big deal to me. Now, in terms of its epic grand scale, I, I will say, well, do you do you think are you do you fall under the whole mutual that essentially the beats of the movie in terms of you know plots is essentially kind of the same, but it's not I think the movie dramatically changes for the fact that Dark Side is there. And the reason why, the reason why, um, and because it was mentioned multiple times through Steppenwolf, through Darkseid, and even at the end through Joker, is the mention of the multiverse. Mm -hmm. This makes the movie bigger on a grand scale. Uh, if people forget, and I, I understand that we are a comic book a podcast and I don't want to talk down to anybody um, but I know a lot of people are freaking out because okay there's still Ava DuVernay's new god that she mm -hmm. is developing dark side is outside good, good luck good luck for <laughs> well, like well dark side is outside of the multiverse the new gods are outside oh. of the multiverse there mm -hmm. is only one dark side which means if Ava wanted to she could continue this story or she can just do whatever and it will not affect what Zach wants to do in his five movie art at yeah. all. That is the beauty of the multiverse. It's not solidified. Um, and I think that it's, I missed it the first time, you know, the mention of the multiverse. Like I had to really look for it the second time. I was like, holy well, crap. Well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm guessing because maybe I've missed it as well, but I'm assuming you're talking about when Joker mentioned how many Earths have to die. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, and even like. I love that scene. Yeah. It was surprising to hear that that was your favorite scene. Like I. You know, there there are times in my life where I always say that Superman is my favorite. Yeah. But I don't know if whenever I don't know if I am a closet Batman, Batman fanatic fan. and I and I don't and I do, <laughs> and I just I haven't come to grips with it. Because it happens with it happens with the books where I mean well Superman has been bad for a while. Yeah. Like but, that, that there's a reason. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, but I don't remember. Like, let's say Rebirth. Did I read Tom King Rebirth first, or did I read Tomasi or Jurgens? Like, I don't, I don't remember. Hmm. That's a good question. So, so, so the thing is, like, I don't, I don't know which book that I want to read first. Um, 
there there's something about the Joker. Maybe it's because those are the movies that I absolutely adore. You know how I talk about Mindhunters. I love, I absolutely love those mindsets of just total psychopaths. Yeah. There is something about, I don't know, there's like a gravitas to knowing like there's, man, I'm literally seeing Batman and Joker. Oh yeah, go, go ahead, ahead. Yeah. And, and it's also, I feel that there is so much more to what Leto can do with the Joker. Uh-huh. That, I mean, I think we all know that Leto can, I think like he nails the whole serial killer vibe. Oh Yeah. <laughs> For so, sure. Yeah. And I, there's only one thing, correction, two things that bother me about that scene. Um, if you're paying attention and if you're really looking at it, um, you can tell that this scene was uh, filmed during COVID. Uh, everybody on screen is a very significant uh, distance apart from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, Mira compared to Cyborg, Cyborg compared to Flash. Flash compared to Deathstroke, Deathstroke compared to Batman, and Batman compared to uh, the Joker. Um, And the second thing that bothers me about this scene is uh, Joe Maganello and Ben filmed their part together. It was just like a small scene where they walked past each other, but they filmed it. And they chose to film that together rather than the Joker and Batman scene. Joker and Batman did not film at the same time. They were spliced together. And that's why, like, there's a moment of, like, the camera going really, really close up on their faces and going back and forth Mm. is because they are not in the same space, literally. Well, I mean, they did a great job selling it, though. They, they did. They did a really good job selling it. The, intense, the intensity that that visual brings when they're really close to the face, I felt it. It was awesome. Um, so I, I, think, I think that's why. I mean, I think in terms of everything, there was, you know, there's just scenes that just suck you in that you're totally into. And that was a scene that I was 100% like nothing can take my focus away from it. Like, that's just, I think that's why I say it's my favorite, but I mean, sometimes, but it's not, I mean, cause I was, I, I think I wrote you, but I, yeah, that Batman Joker, I mean, I loved the scenes with Martha. I think Diane, Diane Lane nailed her three scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I purposely, I, I know that I've seen like people like hate the fact that it was Martian Manhunter talking to Lois, but I mean, the guy, the dude's a telepath. I feel like he can channel. Emotions. That's what I keep telling. That's what I keep telling everybody is that like, Martian Manhunter and the comics and the cartoons and the animated movies and I'm sure here, is the most human and the most alien member of the Justice League. And I can see, or I can headcanon the fact that like, he probably did the exact same thing to Martha. And he probably went as Lois to go talk to her. And then did the same thing to Lois. And then telepathically, like, sent each other that emotion and or those memories. Yeah. So that way, when they confront each other, they're like, hey, do you remember when we talked about this? And one of them would be like, no. But in fact, they would remember it, you know? Yeah. No, I think I think Diane Lee nailed it because when she was there in the office and just talking to Lois and just, you know, 
her struggle knowing that it was her son and you have all these people who are idolizing him and mm-hmm. she just wants to channel saying like that was my son yeah but knowing like that struggle and she, i was like like that got me teary i yeah. was like damn like that was a Dude, really no, good no, scene so so there's two scenes that got me like quivering lip like eyes kind of puckering it was uh the scene where superman goes to the the ship and he gets the black suit um that is brand new dialogue from kevin costner and russell crowe brand new dialogue see like that Um, was a great scene but that didn't so i i I felt like i would have i would have rather have seen them no, oh, for kinda, sure. Like, I really, of, I really thought we were gonna at least see Kevin Costner. So me here, so me hearing the montage of like these kind of things, they were great. But I loved the BVS after the Capitol getting destroyed and him going to yeah. like the the mountain and yeah. him having that conversation. Like I was like, I wanted to see Jonathan. I guess, I yeah. guess, that, but uh, but I understand, you know. But the scene before that is what really got me was when Martha drives up to the house and sees Clark. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Like, but that it, it, got it's me. like, and the thing is, like, you see that moment in the other film. But the thing is, is that there's so much beforehand that adds layers to, you know, Clark and, like, the Lois and, like, I don't know. But it's also, you're hearing Martha wanting to just share and and like her struggle knowing like this was her son and she just can't handle it anymore to i want you to live again lois come back to the living you're like you have these i mean literally in the past other film we got she's the she's the thirstiest woman i've ever met or uh, so like jesus man come on so there was there's nothing to it so there was no build-up so you saw that moment you're like oh this is a nice moment but it wasn't the same. And then I freaked out when I saw Lois and she opened the cabinet and I saw pregnancy tests. I was oh. like, what, what the, what? Well, what are, we're getting John and they're going to take this from us? Like, I want to see John born and then aged to being 18 immediately in the same film. No? Stop oh. it. <laughs> Stop it. Bendis being a ghostwriter on, on, uh, on Justice it. League 2. So... But yeah, I mean, the, the film, I mean, I think it it hit everything. I mean, Ray Fisher, even even though, yeah, he, he has become, you know, quite popular amongst the fandom, I still wasn't really looking forward to his story. I wanted to see how he acted, but Cyborg does nothing for me. And I actually loved his story. Yeah, it was really compelling. I really love, like, the scene where he helps that uh, that single mother, and like her whole sequence, like that was yeah. completely cut. And I'm just like, you show the humanity in Cyborg with that one scene, and they completely cut it out. It's just like, it's frustrating, and, and, man. And then, yeah, it's also struggling because. I, I heard some people like on, on a group chat that I'm in and they were kind of complaining that they were pissed off in regards to when Silas sacrificed himself and you see the struggle that he's going through and like the dude's literally crying 
And while the team is still discussing, he literally just flips a switch and has strategy. I'm like, guys, do you know that he's like 95% cyborg? Yeah. Like if he has a strategy, his mind's going to compute. Yeah. But you got to remember that. I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't take away from anything that you literally just witnessed. Yeah. Like that was tough. And then I'm not even talking about Barry because Barry was freaking awesome. Dude, the the moment where he says uh, in the grave, like there's two moments. He's like, so uh, Wonder Woman, uh, you think she uh, dates younger guys? And Cyborg is like, he, she's 5,000 years old. Every guy's a younger guy. That actually made me really laugh. Uh, but then there's a moment immediately after that um, where he kind of stops and he looks at Clark's grave and he's like, he was my hero. Like, like it was very subtle, but it's just like, you can see that like Superman probably inspired him to save the people that he saved before Bruce found him, you know? Absolutely. So, and they changed really, really it cool. to, and they changed it to, we're the outsiders, let's not fist bump because it's not racially, we're not racially there yet. God, it, uh, I love the film. I, I got to say also, total props to, I really wish that the trailers, little teasers, did not show the, show them your fear. We have no fear. Yeah. Because I totally got like this is Sparta. This is Sparta vibes. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. But I was like, damn it, why, why did you show that? Uh, man, but totally, man. Uh, Steppenwolf, I think, was a a total upgrade to what we saw. I I I bought Steppenwolf as a character instead of just being this gray robotic grayscale dude. Once Dasad said you owe 50,000 more worlds and you saw the emotion of suffering. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I immediately wanted to call a rescue because I, I wanted to rescue him. I just wanted <laughs> to adopt him as a pet. <laughs> like, that, that's how bad I felt. Like, the, the face got me, man. I felt like I was going to get the Sarah McLaughlin uh, music. Dude, I, can, I cannot wait to see more of, like, that like deceitful decide because we all know who decide is in comics and yeah. the animated series things like that decide is a person that is always like like always bowing before dark side but once dark side's out of the room oh i'm the big man i'm gonna you know tell everybody what to do blah blah, blah. and i really want to see more of that well and he showed it the little that you saw him he it showed like oh you're a weasel man <laughs> Oh, yeah. these are the ones that you want to see like die like that slow painful death but man I don't know man um, well since you are much more into these fandom things like who do you recommend to check out when it comes to actually doing like a breakdown of this film so the breakdown of the film I will recommend of course uh, there is a podcast called uh, Super Civil Servants they just uh, finished editing it uh, while we were recording, go check them out. Um, really great guys. I was in there for majority of it. I was there for about two and a half hours of the review. Um, of course, Squadcast, uh, DC Film Squadcast, they released their 300th episode the day of the release of the movie. Go check them out. And I believe Film Junkie did a uh, breakdown on his last vodka stream. Uh, which was the day after the release. Uh, so go check those three. 
um, that's what I recommend. Now I do. I mean, for, forget about the vodka stream. I mean, about the review. You go to the vodka stream because you want to see Scott totally um, drunk. Yes. And yes. his and his speeches. <laughs> like but but, you. Oh well, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say uh, DC Alliance on the Geek Ultimate Alliance Network. Um, starting today because technically their episode drops today on uh podcast wise um every week uh until seven weeks from now they're gonna highlight one part um i was on part one so the intro uh from the flashback to the doomsday scene all the way into the very end of the amazon dark side fight uh sorry uh uh steppenwolf uh, we highlighted everything in there, talked about our favorite parts, um, the significance of the, uh, those parts in the film and everything like that. Uh, so go check that out as well. Mm, nice. Good deal. So let, let, let's jump into comics. Let's jump into comics here. Um, yeah. there, there aren't many issues that we're going to just talk about uh, this week because, again, this week was also one of those, hey, you want to record? Oh, I work. Shit. Let's do Saturday. <laughs> My kid's got hockey. He's got Taekwondo training. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Taekwondo testing. And then it's become, hey, you want to do Tuesday? Okay, let's go. So, <laughs> yeah, it, like, I mean, Clay Clay did refer to this earlier. So it, it, it has been a pretty crazy week. But I, one thing that I, I did want to just focus on, because not only can we celebrate how awesome Henry Cavill was in the little bit that we did see of him in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, going to Superman, I, I, I want to say that I think that this was, for us, who are, we are self-proclaimed, Superman's our favorite character. We jumped off this character, for those who haven't been following us, because we were not at all enjoying what Brian Michael Bendis was doing to this character. We... Uh, there were there were moments at the very beginning that I I at least was on board with certain things, uh, but little by little, I mean Clay from the start just straight up ether like no hey, no so so let me reiterate this I did not like his Man of Steel run, but I said I'm gonna give him nine issues on Action of Superman, and after six I said no. I can't. So I, I gave him six I, months. I, I gave him six months and there was, there was nothing. I think that's so. when you called him cancer. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. So, yeah. So I, I was on board with action. I was digging action at, at, the, at the start. Uh, Superman was only nice to look at, but Rogozar just was probably one of the worst creations ever. Uh, and so, yeah, we completely, we dropped off the book. And which was, I think it's really tough for us because I think the only thing we were reading that was somewhat Superman related was probably Lois Lane. And Lois Lane was all over the place. That yep. book had like, that was schizo. It had like maybe eight different personalities. So we don't, <laughs> nowhere, no way we would know how to follow it. So I am a Last God fan. Clay's never read it. So Philip Kennedy Johnson is kind of a, like a brand new, I guess, writer for someone along as you, for mm -hmm. you. 
you talk to many people, some other people didn't like him because of past work. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, this guy is freaking awesome. From what I've read, I think it's safe to say that what he did with Superman at the World the War with the whole Mongol war world, that was pretty amazing. Would you agree? Yes. Now, there are some people, again, disagreeing just for the fact that, like, we didn't get to see much of Superman. But I think what uh, Johnson was doing for his portions of Future State were majority just large teases. Um, He didn't want to flesh out any story because he's wanting to flesh out those stories here. Or the possibility of those stories. Yeah, which is which is fair. And it, yeah. and it does seem to be like that is potentially where it might be going. Yeah. So this is one of the few times that I have really enjoyed the Clark from from Superman and then this week uh this week's Action Comics uh, 1029 with of course Phil Kennedy, uh Johnson, uh Phil Hester. Uh, you have hi-fi on colors. Uh, I'm really enjoying this dynamic of Jonathan and Clark working together. Um, the wrinkle of Jonathan having the foresight from being in the 31st century and kind of knowing the future one way or another. Maybe not mm-hmm. everything, like he's yeah. not betting on games, but this is, he kind of knows his dad's fate. and we come across this wrinkle of, hey, this is the time, this is actually when you're supposed to die. I, I don't know why. I, I kind of, I don't want it to be something that happens all the time, and I don't think it will, because if this was the time it was supposed to happen, based on the 31st century, and they were able to escape it, I mean, I don't think we're going to get a final destination kind of vibe where uh, Superman is just clearly <laughs> you know like a moon death, just is, gonna death is fall now uh, death is now gonna try to uh, yeah he him. cheated death so now a moon's gonna fall on top of his head one day when he's sleeping like I don't think we're gonna be getting <laughs> cra- craziness like that but I, I think it was more along the lines that I, I like the idea of calling it the golden age and because I, I don't know when you're looking at it through a parent's eyes I can totally see where, as a child, I think I'm, I'm at a stage right now where Liam kind of wants to do everything I do. I'm a picky eater. I hate vegetables. Liam loved vegetables. But now, because his dad's not eating vegetables, he doesn't want to eat vegetables. Or it's just oh, like, man. oh, I want to do poppy. Or, you know, oh, I'm watching, you know, Dark Knight Rises. I think I saw it on TV. And he knows I'm like, oh, I love this part. And now Liam just wants to try to practice doing the voices of Bane. Like those are, I think we're at that, we're kind of like at that golden age where it's, you know, if the dad's the hero, everything it is, mom's jealous because the kid loves me more right now. Uh, you know, it's, it's true. It's just, it's kind of like where we're at right now. So I totally can kind of see not only Jonathan's point of view where it's like, man, this is my dad. Like nothing, nothing can hurt my dad because my dad's a superhero until you see that time that your dad does get hurt. Yeah. Oh man. And then, you know, there's many times that like, even with Liam at night, like he'll just be crying all of a sudden. And he's like, what will happen if you and mommy die? Ooh. You know, it's like, I'm like, damn, bro, you're freaking nine years old. Don't be so deep. Shit. (laughs) 
but 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 it happens and, and you and you know you gotta have to like you gotta like like maneuver and like man how do you talk to this kid about this and just let him know like dude we're not we're not indestructible like it's yeah. and so I, I like i feel it i feel like the parenty the parent and i guess maybe you only feel those things if you are a parent and you have a kid and you've kind of had these experiences but i don't know i i felt it here and then I mean, I, I will say I, I'm glad it was talked about in this issue where, you know, Clark kind of like completely disregarded Jonathan's feelings. Yeah. And went with it anyways. He's like, hey, you know what? I got this. And you know what? Maybe, you know, maybe there are many times that you kind of have your kids saying, Papi, don't do that. Don't do that. I'm like, Papi, I got it. Go ahead. Just do your thing. So maybe, you know what? Maybe it is. But I, I do like the fact that he's like, you know what? I totally just you know shut you out and i'm sorry yeah Um, and he and i do like i have mixed feelings on the whole like hey we we kind of fulfilled the future but in fact didn't because the way john saw it was that he didn't really see superman in history after that he assumed it was because maybe he died but then clark says hey i think the main reason why you don't see me in the future is probably because you take my place like it's your time to shine you know and i get it like i understand that but at the same time i was like "Mm, that's kind of like you you had a good concept and then you're kind of just washing it away with this simple like oh it's because you you're taking care of me right you know my dog is literally pulling at my ipad right now he wants to learn about that but uh but yeah like i have a little bit of mixed feelings on that part of the story uh as well as like these random aliens that are just like hey we are strong enough to destroy superman and we don't know anything about them you know uh but i understand what johnson is doing he's pushing this this whole thing so that john can be in the limelight um because it coincides with uh infinite uh, uh, frontier. Yeah. The 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 issue zero with uh mm-hmm. with how Wonder Woman was talking to Spectre and how like this is Superman. This is going to be Superman, and they're talking about John. And there is like this like this like shadow of a doubt from Spectre, uh, stating that you know something's going to happen, and like it may take him into a dark path. So it'll be interesting to see. Which, you know, it makes me wonder um, by me getting a DM from Kevin, uh, a buddy of ours, and he just shared with me a cover where it states Superman and the authority. And it's written by Grant Morrison, Michael Jenin, and Jordi Belair. And it makes me wonder, I'm like, okay, so is this kind of like that darker path? What's going on? Because this, we're kind of getting... I mean, first of all, it looks like Kingdom Come Superman. It, based on no, the it, it looks like Superman from the Worlds at War. So it might be the Superman after that. Or instead of taking that path where he gets captured, he makes this team instead. That, okay, that, that works too. And I mean, I feel like I remember this, this storyline that getting teased. I don't know if it was like a bleeding pool or something. 
that was stating like he was calling shots where this is like, hey, this is kill shots. These are kill missions. And he's the one signing off. This is like Captain America shield, but of soups. And it's, I don't know. I mean, I'm really curious to see where, where it's going to go, but um, I am, I'm intrigued. I mean, I'm, I mean, not totally sold on, on the art, but it, I don't know. It looks like, you know, arts are going to be going back and forth. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, okay, like I'm, I'm happy. This is not the full-time only artist, but I, 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 I'm totally digging the Superman stuff that's going on right now. And then in regards to um, Batman detective comics, I, I, I want to say, I know you haven't read this story yet and I'm, and I'm sure you will, but I have to say, Maybe it's more because of Jordi Belair is on colors and, you know, that helps with inks and stuff, but I am totally wrong when it came to Dan Mora. Can I, I would not want to see Dan Mora on a Batman book because you're I damn don't right. Think, you're wrong. Cause I, cause I don't think that he would be able to give it oh, to that grim feeling. He's too pretty. I, I, his, I, I, I don't know. I don't think he could, he, I, mean, I don't think Dan, he could do it. Dan, Dan Mora, it, it, it is pretty. But it's it is, and I like it, man. I, I think I think you're gonna like it. it. It's one of these, you know, not only between Batman doing you know his regular Batman things, there is still of a, um, you know, still some stuff from uh, nuggets from the Joker War that are still kind of bleeding onto this. Uh, we're we're getting also more and more in regards to. Uh, the mayor, I'm, I'm forgetting his name. What is it? Nakaro? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we're getting to know a little bit more about Nakaro and his little shadiness and, you know, the stuff that's going on with him. But really the story picks up from, you know, we're, we're, we're starting to see besides the future state stuff, just where Bruce is with, you know, his money and his fortune is gone. He's given it away to Lucius and the Fox family. But obviously, you know, he still has, he's still way better than the majority of people. I mean, the, the dude is still loaded. He's just potentially not a billionaire. Yeah. But the guy still has it where he's still living in a, instead of living in the manner where the closest neighbor is a mile away, you know, now he's living in just one of those really rich streets where, you know, you kind of have like your, these like you know millionaire townhouses kind of thing like penthouses yeah that's where he's staying he's still not in a but you know he's literally now in a cave in a bag like he's he's getting it you're you're starting to see a little bit of how he maneuvers but one of his neighbors because i think i want to say it was in the batman book i want to say the the first one 106 Mm mm-hmm uh, where they were talking about like a neighbor that Bruce is just never yeah, yeah the around, old man but the, that, that but the paparazzi yeah keeps on coming and they're like oh supporters. I think he just I think he just walks out every single time he sees the news van or whatever yeah yeah so we're now in this one we're actually getting to see interaction between neighbors and he gets invited to uh, a party that a neighbor is um, hosting and it's just you know the who's who of you know, whatever rich stuff, startups, entrepreneurs. Um, but it just so happens that in that meantime, there was, after that party was over and you got to meet all of these neighbors, you got a murder. There was a murder 
and nobody knows who it is. So it's one of these uh, classic uh, whodunit situations. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, all right. All right, this is cool. I dug it. But looking at the book, I'm like, all right, Maura, you can, you can do this. And there's one, there's actually one splash page that I thought it was Jim Lee with him actually doing his crash, him, him crashing the party uh, against the, I don't know what they call themselves, the jokesters or the. Oh, the one where he's jumping down. Yeah. Like after you hear, like you see one of those jokester guys saying like, uh, oh crap. And he's like, party's over. Uh Like that looks 100% Jim Lee. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's gorgeous. It's, just but i i mean i was never against the gorgeous i just didn't think it would be the grim but the grim i think jordy belair sells it so from from what i've read this week i mean yes uh i am with you when we want to check out the team titans academy but i think now with us being able to i think cement a, a new day that would work you know it'll bring a little bit more consistency which is something that we would like and uh others from who have reached out to me wanting to know like hey what's going on (laughs) you know just it is what it is life happens sometimes um but i'm digging it i'm I'm digging what i'm reading and uh for those of you there is a robin uh backup story in detective uh where it looks like they are introducing somebody called hawk okay so it's going to be like a I guess a new arch enemy for for Robin so Robin and Hawk would be interesting um but he legitimately looks like he is wearing a Robin outfit uh but it's a dude with blonde hair so okay very interesting but I just really dig the art in the in the Robin story so that's why I'm going to be reading it later tonight um like you said i'm going to be reading teen titans academy also Uh, i believe uh red x is teased again in this issue but yeah there's a lot of books that i'm wanting to read a lot of books that uh that i haven't had the chance to really do anything with unfortunately uh like i said life has been kind of hectic Uh, i love the fact that huntress is going to be introduced in detective comics pretty soon you see her here but she doesn't really do anything uh so uh, yeah super super excited to see uh, and also uh infinite F- uh frontier the actual book it's a six issue miniseries was announced with uh with mitch garrards and i believe it was brian hitch doing covers so nice yeah dig it dig it dig it dig it sweet man so yeah with that we're gonna wrap up the long-awaited show that's been <laughs> you know it's just been it's been a while you yeah. know two shows in two months not not bad <laughs> uh so but we'll we're gonna we'll we'll do what we can to to yeah. fix that uh but with that being said yeah you can find me at mark reads comics over at twitter um also you could find this podcast that uh, we are part of the nerdy legion podcast network so if you just went to nerdylegion.com, clicked on podcast, you would see a boatload of shows that talk about everything. I mean, it's not even worth talking about, but there's just tons of shows there <laughs> for your, and then I'm just surprised. I mean, the amount of shows that's on the Nerdy Legion podcast network is probably 
parallel to the amount of shows that Clay hosts. Almost. I think they have a little bit more. (laughs) (laughs) But you you can find me at uh, Fanboy Clay on Twitter. Um, My wife is still trying to convince me to do a a puppy gram for uh, for Flynn. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep up with it, but my phone says otherwise because that's the only pictures I have in my phone now. Um, But that's probably going to be coming soon. Uh, you can find all the shows that I have on my link tree in the bio of my Twitter. Uh, those include Batman News Weekly, the uh, this show here, Comic Book Legion Podcast, the Weird Science of Marvel Podcast with Jim, and the Ranger Alliance with uh, Joe from uh, Comic Book Rundown, uh, uh, Jake from Nerd Grounds, uh, our, our good listener, Tony Walton. Um, we, of course, go over every episode of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers moving forward. And then of course, when the new series comes out, we will definitely talk about that. Uh, But yeah, that is going to be it for us. Um, Until next time, hopefully that'll be sooner rather than later. But uh, yeah, we will call it a day. Restore the Snyderverse, use the hashtag, use it appropriately. Don't be going on random stuff that has nothing to do with it and 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 using it use it appropriately use it smartly and i know we can do this we gotta have faith